This is the Strength Through Food Freedom podcast. I am your host, Julia Feliciano. This is a space for you to become the highest version of yourself by ridding your old diet struggles, healing your relationship with food, getting rid of those stupid limiting beliefs that have been holding you back for far way too long, and working towards having the fitness and health journey that you've always dreamed of and that you know deep down you have the potential of achieving. I've been there too. Over-exercise, under-eating, binging, purging, struggling to find balance, being confused, and now I'm here to help you and so many others by teaching you how to do the inner and outer work to help get you where you deserve to be. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning back into the Strength Through Food Freedom podcast. I'm so happy that you're here, and I'm so excited about this episode today. If you tuned into my last episode, I broke away from talking about distorted eating, eating disorders, nutrition, health, fitness, and I decided to share my story of talking about birth control. And the birth control in particular was my experience over the last three and a half or so years of having the copper IUD, the horrible, horrific side effects that this birth control gave me, and how I so wish for women to not have to experience those types of side effects if they have this type of birth control. I spoke about sex, I I spoke about periods, how women's health is so hush-hush and how I believe that it shouldn't be so hush-hush. Why should something so natural that all women have experienced for years and years upon years be so hush-hush? Why is it that we, you know, feel like we have to give other women a tampon like in secret? You know, why does it have to be so hush-hush when it's just something our bodies do so naturally? So it's something that I'm really passionate about. And today I'm going to be doing a two-week post-copper IUD removal story and share how things are going, what's my current feedback, you know, what I intend to do moving forward. And something I want to first get out there is that within these episodes and with all my episodes of my podcast... There is no hush-hush. I'm real, I'm raw, I'm emotional, I am myself, um, and I hope that you can appreciate that. So if something seems a little bit too TMI for you, I'm sorry, but like I said, this episode and these types of episodes are going to be as real and raw as humanly possible. So before getting into all of the um, different side effects I started to experience post-copper IUD, Something that is so near and dear to my heart right now is all of the incredible feedback I received back from women saying how, oh my gosh, your podcast was amazing, I relate to it so much, I experienced so many different side effects um, that I didn't even associate to the IUD, um, and how so many women 
actually made appointments after listening to that podcast episode to get their copper IUDs out and, you know, overall just women relating and sharing their stories and further encouraging other women out there to, if you're experiencing these horrible side effects, you don't have to live with them. Get that thing removed, you know, move on if you have to. And to hear that I made such an impact for so many different women and and now that they're going to get the help that they need and that I helped them get there, that just makes my heart so, so happy. So to the women out there that thanked me for that podcast episode, you are sincerely welcome. Um, And I encourage you the most health and happiness now moving forward. So um, getting into it, I want to talk about first how I felt instantly once the copper IUD was removed. And like a lot of women explain, I instantly felt relief. And I know that this was not just in my head. So this uh, basically within the first minute or so of the copper IUD being removed, I felt this sense of hollowness, I guess, from like my waist down. I felt almost like it had been emptied. Um, I didn't really experience any cramping afterwards or anything. I know some women have experienced that. Um, But interestingly enough, the day that my copper IUD was scheduled to come out, the day that it came out, was actually the first day of my period. So when I first had the IUD out, the first few days was about like a brown type of discharge, which I'm associating with the removal. And then, you know, basically like four or five days after my period, I believe, was actually late. Um, and it, I had actually fully began menstruating. And although it was heavy, which I'm also going to associate with just the post-copper IUD removal, the cramps were on a scale of between one to ten, probably a four. And in this weird type of way, the cramping that I felt, I like said to myself when I was at work when this happened, I said, wow, I feel like myself again. And in that moment, I was happy to have cramps that weren't so um, horrific. You know, I was able to go about the rest of my day without like looking for the nearest ibuprofen or needing to curl up in a ball or text my husband to tell him how much pain I was in. You know, I felt like, wow, this is how they used to feel. And I was so happy and I was also so proud of my body in that moment to be recovering and to just being back to its natural state. Um, So physically, that's something that I noticed. And also in discussing some of the other physical side effects post-removal, I automatically noticed that I felt lighter. And I don't mean this in like a weight loss type of way. I just automatically felt like all that inflammation that was built up for so long just was now out. The first place that I noticed it was actually in my face. My face didn't appear and feel as puffy. Um, I definitely noticed in my midsection right away. I also noticed within my arms. I also noticed it within my breasts. Literally everything on me just like deflamed. And once again, I my body had this moment where I just said thank you. I said thank you for going back to where you're happy and feeling quote-unquote normal. And it was just an amazing experience to watch my body just kind of like come back to itself and not feel like I just had this, you know, constant feeling of just being crampy and 
bloated and irritable and I just felt back to my normal self. Um, emotionally, I also felt, um, this is where it gets interesting. So emotionally, not only was I feeling proud of my body for just kind of recuperating and going back to where it was feeling normal and happy, but emotionally, I noticed that my mind seemed a little bit more clearer. Um, my episodes of anxiety that are still kind of surfacing a little bit, I'm going to talk a little bit about that later, um, that decreased. I noticed that I had more patience um, with certain things within my life. I noticed that I was a little bit more optimistic. Um, I just noticed that I felt like myself. Um, it's very hard to explain because like I said in my last episode, um, you know, although the copper IUD is non-hormonal, there are certain side effects that can be associated with having, you know, copper just being continuous, continuously being released within your uterus. And that's where I feel I was starting to experience a lot of different physical and emotional side effects. However, in terms of the, the emotional symptoms I was experiencing post-removal, it made me want to get a deeper understanding of my hormones in general and continue to educate myself to know, okay, so if I'm feeling a little bit irritable or I'm feeling a little bit anxious or sad, then, you know, maybe it's this type of, uh, maybe my, this type of hormone is, is a little out of whack or this hormone is, is being, is dominant versus this one. And it made me just further want to get a better understanding of my hormones in general and what natural remedies I can do to try to fix them through supplements, through nutrition, through things like that. So emotionally, I did feel much different afterwards. Something that I noticed was as, um, as well was my ability to kind of like self-regulate myself a little bit more. I noticed that I didn't feel like I had like a black cloud following me. I didn't feel like this cloud of sadness somehow was always surfacing around me. To be 110% honest, I literally, I felt like myself again. I looked in the mirror and I recognized the woman looking back at me, you know, and it was so just amazing and beautiful to feel. And that's why I'm just so excited that so many women are also experiencing this now and that some women out there are also encouraged to do the same to try to become more in tune with their body. So although it is a little hard to, for me to explain how I felt the shift emotionally afterwards, I know within my heart that they were there and I know that I automatically just felt like a weight was lifted off of my shoulders that day. So in terms of moving forward. In my last episode, I spoke about why I'm choosing the fertility awareness method as my now chosen way of birth control. I've had a lot of women and people ask me, so are you trying to get pregnant? No, I am not trying to get pregnant. We are not trying to get pregnant. Although, like I said, I cannot wait to have my husband's babies one day. He's the cutest ever. He's going to make the cutest babies. I'm so excited for that one day. No, right now we are not having babies just because I'm not on a form of, you know, hormonal birth control. So like I said, I am choosing the fertility awareness method and I'm utilizing the DAISY fertility tracker to help track my fertility status daily. So what's great about the FAM method is it allows you to really learn each cycle that your body is in, how your body reacts to the different cycle, 
you know, what your basal body temperature is every morning, that in tune allows you to understand if you're ovulating or if you're not ovulating. So in tune with that, it really just allows you to become so in sync with your body through each phase that you're in, especially because obviously there's no hormones or false anything being inserted into you or being continuously released into you. So this is just you natural, girl. And that's what's so amazing about it because I feel like for so long, women are so used to being told, okay, so if you don't want to have a baby, this is what you have to do. You have to take hormonal birth control. You have to get an IUD. You have to get a, a shot, you have to get an explanation, you have to get this implanted into you or whatever the case may be, all these different birth control options that are out there to prevent pregnancy. This is what women are told that we need to do. You don't need to take hormonal birth control if you're trying to prevent pregnancy. Yes, if you're sexually active, you know, and you're really trying to not get pregnant, try to learn, like I said in my last episode, what the side effects of hormonal birth control can actually do to you while you're taking them. Um, and with that, you can use a barrier method. And that's why I encourage just, just such more natural forms of birth control so that women out there do not have to fall victim to these horrible side effects every month. So um, with that, Daisy is going really, really well. It takes Daisy about three cycles to fully learn your cycle. So Daisy right now is still learning mine. Um, I had a situation occur where I wanted to contact customer support with Daisy because I wanted to see if there was any discrepancies with my um, chart or with what I was thinking. So um, with that, Daisy had encouraged me to actually reset the device because of how I kind of had that like delayed bleeding going into my first period without the copper IUD. And I've never spoken to a more professional or understanding or patient customer service team. They answered my questions. The, the woman was so patient. She was so kind. And she helped me get through the questions that I had so that Daisy could be 100 and, or, you know, 99.4% effective like it is. So like I said, Daisy is still currently learning my cycle. I take my basal body temperature every single morning upon waking before doing everything. What I also love about it is it actually can send messages to my partner telling him of my fertility status. So it sends like really funny and quirky things. So when he found out um, that my, my light was yellow, which means that Daisy was currently still learning my cycle, it said something to him like um, better cuddle tonight or something like that. Like just really funny little quirky things. And what I also liked about this option of birth control was it allows your partner to get an understanding of your menstrual cycle as well, to learn when you're ovulating, to learn what different phase you're in. So in tune, it also educates men because I feel like a lot of men don't understand, and I don't mean this in a stereotypical way, but a lot of men like, you know, they don't really know the difference between ovulation and they just know about hormonal birth control pills and, you know, as much as this has been my journey, what's also great is now it's my husband's journey as well to understand my body and my cycle. That's going to help him, you know, eventually be a dad one day. So not only does it empower me, 
but it also empowers him. And that's something that I feel can also further deepen your relationship, your marriage or whatever, because you two are going to be so in sync with each other in terms of your sexual health, your health and, and everything like that. So I did have some people ask me, you know, Julia, if you're really looking to not get pregnant, why don't you just take the hormonal birth control pill? And like I said, I'm an advocate for more holistic, natural forms of birth control because I do not like side effects alongside of so many other women that are now learning these side effects that they are experiencing. So basically what I want to talk about now is, you know, a normal menstrual cycle, how the birth control pill actually works, and the different components of with it. So basically, birth control pills, they disrupt your body's normal hormone production with synthetic versions of estrogen and progesterone called progestin, which is something I spoke about in my last episode. So with that, this suppresses ovulation. And ovulation is the time of when you can actually conceive and have a baby and become pregnant. So it does this by tricking your body into thinking it's pregnant all month long. So that's like the first red flag. So it is taken in a cycle of 21 to 24 days of active days of hormones, followed by four to seven days of no hormones where a, where a withdrawal bleed occurs. But this is not like a regular period, and this is something that I spoke about in my last episode. So that's a withdrawal bleed of all the different hormones that have been, you know, fluctuating throughout your body for the month. It's not an actual, you know, period bleed. So basically, the combined pill, which can also come in pills and patches and things like that, it can contain synthetic versions of both of these hormones. So they're not even real. And that's the first thing that is, you know, also a red flag to me is why, why would I want to give my body, you know, synthetic versions of hormones that they can actually produce naturally? So basically, not only does this affect your, your, your reproductive hormones, but it also um, in tune affects your pituitary gland from producing the follicle stimulating hormone or FSH and luteinizing hormones so that ovulation doesn't take place. So basically it thickens the lining of your uterus, making the environment more hostile for conception. So this is a protective mechanism and obviously it also applies to your reproductive hormones. So when you are taking daily doses of synthetic hormones, your body registers that you are act that you are getting really high, unusually high levels of estrogen and progesterone throughout your cycle. So as your brain perceives an upset in your hormone balance, it will try to correct any way that it's getting in excess by shutting down production of your natural estrogen and progesterone. And this shutoff may be why some women actually express that it takes years to return to a normal, healthy menstrual cycle after they come off the, the birth control pills. So it's so complex and it's mind-boggling to me that so many women and so many healthcare providers like don't fully explain this to women before they either go on the pill or they come off the pill. And that's where self-education is so critical, you guys. I shared my story of how I went to a doctor a few months ago to explain all the different types of hormonal feelings I was feeling. I talked about anxiety, how I was feeling depressed, and how she thought I had PMDD, right? And the first thing she said to me was, well, maybe we should put you on a low dose of um, hormonal birth control just to kind of help you feel it a little bit better. 
And if I wasn't so educated within this topic, I probably would have said yes. I probably would have started taking it. Shit would have hit the fan. I would have probably been an emotional roller coaster, right? My period would have changed. My poor husband, right? So I'm so grateful that in that moment I was educated and I had taken the time to teach myself these things so that I didn't do that. And that's why, you know, doctors are always going to give their recommendations, but take it with a grain of salt. Obviously, listen and, and, and respect them and, and give your opinion when you need to. But don't feel just because your doctor tells you to do something that that's the right choice for you and your body. Because what that doctor told me that day, sure, she meant well, that's great. But that was not the right decision for me. That was not going to be the right choice for me because here I am already explaining how I felt like I had no control over my hormones. And then she wants to give me false hormones and alter them even more. No, that does not make any sense. So this is where I encourage you as women to educate yourself, you guys. Do not fall victim to having to do something just because we're told for years upon years that this is the only way out because it's not the only way out. So as you can see, very passionate about this topic. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you were able to learn something. I hope moving forward you continue to make educated decisions for yourself, your health, make that decision for you and only you, you know, keep communication open with your partner, let him know if you're experiencing certain side effects, because with that, everything is going to balance itself out within your life that much better, the more open you are with yourself, and especially the more open you are with your partner. So if you're a woman out there, and you know, you're looking to prevent pregnancy right now, do it in a way that feels good to you. Do it in a way that's going to allow you to be the healthiest version of yourself. And do it in a way that's educated. Don't just blindly do something just because somebody tells you that's what you need to do. So thank you for tuning in today. I'm so happy that this type of content um, is being enjoyed by you guys and by so many women out there and that we're able to relate and come together with support and feel good and know that we're not alone. So if you're looking to receive more free content from me, I encourage you to subscribe to my weekly newsletter. This newsletter is going to be all about the strength through food freedom movement that I've built. It's going to be all things health related with free downloadable guides, worksheets, tips, tricks, mindset hacks, all different things to help you wherever you are within your journey. It lights me the hell up to help you guys in any way that I possibly can. So what better way than to give you free content weekly delivered right to your mailbox. So if you're interested in subscribing, I'm going to link the subscription link at the end of this podcast so that you can click it, fill out your information and subscribe. And like I said, it's totally free. What's better than receiving things straight to you in order to help you become the highest version of yourself possible, right? I'm such a big advocate for that term because, you know, why not get an understanding of who you have the full potential to be? Stop limiting yourself. Stop believing everything that society tells us that we have to do versus what we can't do versus what we shouldn't do. Do you. 
become the highest version of yourself. And that's what my weekly newsletter is all about in so many different ways. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. I will see you in the next episode. Little side note here, guys. If you are looking to rid hormonal birth control or get rid of any type of intrauterine device or implant or any side of birth control that has caused you negative side effects and you're looking for a natural hormone-free approach to your birth control, I'm going to be linking a $20 off code for you to use to receive $20 off your DAISY fertility tracker if you are looking to invest into one. It is the best investment that I've made as a woman in regards to taking charge of my health and learning my body naturally. It's also promoted great communication between my husband and I. So, like I said, Daisy is a fertility tracker that uses the fertility awareness method by learning and tracking your menstrual cycle. Daisy tells you when you are in your fertile window or during your infertile window, and it allows you to make the informed decision of what you would like to do with whatever fertile phase that you are in. So I'm going to be linking the $20 off code within this podcast. You can also find it on my website, strengththroughfoodfreedom.com. And if you subscribe to my email list that I've also attached the link to for you to subscribe to, you can also receive that $20 off code within there. I'm so excited to spread the word about this type of birth control, and it is now my mission to help empower women to make educated, informed, great decisions in regards to their health and their hormones. Thanks, guys. I'll see you later.